Welcome to Sub Rosa. Shh. I'm Stephanie Perillo, and I had to do the shh all by myself because Eugene is in Europe. So I'm doing Sub Rosa solo today. And the question from a listener is My boss and I have different styles. I have a casual relationship oriented style, and my boss is more formal and infocentric. What should I do? Well, first of all, is there actually a problem with this? I'm assuming that there is since you wrote in for advice, but just because two people have different styles, it doesn't necessarily mean that they can't work together effectively as long as they're really careful about communicating expectations and setting up kind of a feedback loop, right? So I think the first thing would be to understand, and you can do this in concert with your boss, what are the differences in your style and how can you mitigate them? right? So one of the easiest things to do is to get some sort of an assessment tool. And both of you take the same assessment and then kind of compare what your results are. You know, a lot of executive coaches are really into assessments and they swear by one or the other. I personally don't think that it matters which one you take, as long as you use it as an opportunity to open up a conversation about the fact that A, you do have differences in style and B, how to most effectively work around those so they can enhance your working relationship rather than cause problems. So examples of assessments are like DISC, uh, MBTI, which is Myers-Briggs, um, there's a number of different ones. If you work for a larger company, chances are somebody in HR or kind of a people management function might have access to those. But what you want to do is you want to take those um, kind of quizzes or assessments, even if they're not that in-depth, right? I mean, this probably would be effective if you did one of the like free surveys online. But what you want to do is you want to find out what is the the type that your boss has and what is the type that you have and how can those types work together effectively? A lot of times those assessments will show the team dynamics and talk about potential strengths and weaknesses, right? So for example, if your boss is very uh, information oriented, she might be able to give you um, kind of a little bit more structure. And if you can work within that, it could, it could enhance what it is that you two can do together. One of the like simple assessments that I use, which is mine and not scientific, but I find to be really useful is to talk about people who are fundamentally task oriented versus people who are fundamentally relationship oriented. And it's like handedness, right? Naturally, we'll go to, we will be right-handed or we will be left-handed. Most people are right-handed. The idea is that you can be ambidextrous and to be effective at work, you need to be able to pay attention to task and relationship. But I've done this before with teams. It's just to do a quick assessment of like, who believes that they are task-focused, that getting the job done, whatever that job may be, right the first time is the paramount importance of being at work versus people who believe that the relationships that you have and the relationships with the people around you at work are of paramount importance. It doesn't mean that task's not important. It just means that relationship comes first. And you can see how this plays out. My guess is that your boss is more of a task-oriented person right? You talk about her being more formal and infocentric. My guess is she, and again, I don't know the gender, so I'm just going to make an assumption. 
my guess is that she is going to be more task oriented. Uh, task oriented people tend to focus on getting things done, process, accountability. A lot of times they're the ones that roll up into a meeting with an agenda item. They know what the next steps were from the last meeting. Um, they're very sort of buttoned up, right? Um, relationship oriented people are going to roll into a meeting with an understanding of what needs to happen, but they're going to be more likely to say on a Monday morning, hey, what'd you do this weekend? Right? Um, how to go with your kid's soccer tournament, that kind of thing. Um, the advantage is with relationship people is they can be especially good in anything that's like client service oriented, where they're dealing with other stakeholders, outside vendors, maybe mentoring and developing talent in, say, like younger, a younger creative team. The challenge is when you have to a task person and a relationship person, they don't know that you're each different because what can happen is that a task person, if there's a challenge in a project, let's say there's some sort of a bottleneck, the chances are that the task person isn't going to come into a meeting about that and run what would be perceived to the relationship person as a little hot. They might be frustrated. They might say, but we planned this. There was a process. Why is this not getting done? Whereas a relationship person might come and say, hey, Joe, I understand that, you know, like you guys are short staffed. What can we do to help? And what can happen is that sometimes the task people appear to the relationship people to be too aggressive, too hard nosed, not really concerned about the people around them. Where is, whereas the relationship people to the task people can seem to not be driven to be focusing on things that are not essential. And the idea is that that team, you can understand that, right? That pair could actually work together really effectively because they could balance one another if they could understand that A, they have different styles. B, those styles can be complementary, but that C, they can also lead to unnecessary tension and difficulty if they don't understand that. So I think the first thing that I would suggest is to get some agreed upon third party way of quantifying your differences in style in a way that is not judgmental, but just list them and then figure out a way to work around them. Right. If your if your boss is more sort of task oriented, you know, just even having that frame or whatever frame you use could be useful because you can name it. Right. If a meeting is kind of going off track, you could say something like, well, this is me being the relationship oriented person. And I'm wondering if we should spend a little bit more time talking about Stephen's, you know, difficulties in staffing this particular project, because it sounds like he needs some support. Right. So to be able to name that, to say, we're not arguing, I'm not being disrespectful, I'm not being, you know, whatever, we are actually running up against one of those ways in which we kind of bump off of each other. So I hope that this is helpful. Anyone else who has a question for Sub Rosa, uh, give us an email at WTF at badbossbrief.com. You can also send in story ideas for the Bad Boss Brief or anything else that you would like us to see. WTF at badbossbrief.com. Thanks. Bye.